Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Grab 
Thank you for this morning. We lift you up, O oh Lord, because you are the only one who deserves it, Lord. All other things, Lord, that we know, they are not the rock that we need. You are the rock. You are the one that we stand on that we will never sink. Lord, we will not be ashamed, O oh Lord, when we trust you. Therefore, we sing unto you and we say you are great. Indeed, you are great, Lord. Indeed, you are great, O Lord. We look at creation, we look at things around us, all that we can say that you are indeed great, Lord. 
In the name of Jesus, we bless you, O Lord, and we honor you. As we have come before you, Lord, may you open our eyes into the scriptures. Oh, may we not be like Ethiopian Enoch, O God, that we will read and we will not understand. We will read and we will not get revelation. But Lord, reveal unto us, O Lord, because you say in your word, how can a young man cleanse his way? But Lord, the only way is by reading your word and heeding to your word. In the name of Jesus, your word says that the entrance of your word, it brings light. Therefore, light, light appear, Lord, in our lives, in our homes, in our world, in our communities, in the cities that we live in, O oh God, as we walk through them in the name of Jesus. May we be wiser than our teachers, according to your word, O oh God, as we receive instructions. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Amen. Hallelujah. Before you sit down, is it possible for you to move maybe two pews in front of you? Two or one. Apart from those, and including even this one, I would like, you know, just move, move a two pews in front of you. Yes. MS, I think you should move. Move, move. Yeah, move. Yes, move everyone. Beautiful. May God bless you for obeying what I just said. God bless you. May God cause your children to obey you. May God cause the people under you at work to obey you. When you say something to them, may they do it with gladness in the name of Jesus. Did you hear what I said? I said, when you give them, you say something to them, may they obey you with gladness. Hallelujah. Do you believe in such things? Yeah. How many agree with me that indeed God is great? God is great. Please, where is Eddie and Gloria? <laughs> and Jedia. Jedia. Tell them that I would like to see Jedia in church. Hallelujah. So between the two of them. <laughs> and tell them that Grandma cannot bring Jedia. Aha. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Well, um, I'm going to do my best. Really want to make sure we we, um, observe the time. Hallelujah. You know, by 2.15, we should be able. And then after that, we will have the flow also. We will watch the flow. Could you have you been able to download the flow? 
Yes, okay, okay. Because of the lies, many people behind the camera can't see. That's why I do this. And then there is a communion at the end of the flow, if you can catch it for me. Yannick, there's communion at the end of the flow, if you can catch it also. And please, we will take communion. Hallelujah. The blood is what we need. I said, the blood is what we need. I said, the blood is what we need. We need to fortify ourselves. I told you last, I think, was it Wednesday? Or was it Wednesday morning or Thursday morning? I was saying that on, on Thursday morning, that I was that during the week, I went to PA. And whilst I was sitting in my vehicle in front of a building, I heard ta 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 And then, right in front of me, there was a young woman and another woman in front of their, I think the other person crossed over to come and visit. So they were chatting. And then the woman dashed to her house. And the other one entered her house. And then, that's it. And then, I was just there. I didn't know what to do. It was later, a few seconds after, then I, I perceived that there were gunshots about 100, less than 100 meters from me. Hallelujah. Then five minutes after, I saw the cops coming with their four-by-fours and other things. So somebody came in around after 45 or one hour's time, and the person said, when I was coming, there were cops, ambulance, everything. It looks like somebody is dead, you know, because of the way the stretches and things. Hallelujah. So I was saying that the prayers and the things that we do, spiritual things are not easily, you can't see, you can't perceive, physically you can't see. But as we pray, as we come to church, as we take communion, the fortify eyes. Have you thought about the fact that throughout the COVID, do you know number of people who work over here in this branch, in this branch, work in the hospitals? My dear sister here, you know, she was one of the first people that the enemy was trying to attack with the COVID. Oh, yes. Yes. She was isolated for about how many weeks? Four weeks? You were isolated for how many weeks? Four weeks? Three weeks? You have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. But by the grace of God, God preserved us. Remember those days we used to take communion online. You know, take communion. We take communion. So I want us to believe God. Hallelujah. None of us will die prematurely. I said, none of us will die prematurely in the name of Jesus. Oh, we will not cast our young. I said, we will not cast our young. We will not cast our young according to the word of God. I said, according to the word of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So we've been talking about victories. That Secrets that bring victories. Hallelujah. Secrets that bring, I mean, victories. You see, when you sit at the front, you are supposed to help the pastor to preach. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. All the brethren here are supposed to help the pastor to preach. Amen. 
So when the Holy Spirit brings a verse into mind, you get it. Because one of the things that, one of the signs to show that you are, you are being anointed, because anointing is, is a continuous thing. It's not one-time thing. Are you with me? Yes, it's a con- you are being anointed. It's when a pastor is preaching and there's a verse, right there, you see the Holy Spirit will also bring another verse to bring more meaning to what the person is saying. Are you with me, please? Yeah, so when something comes up like that, you can also say it, you know, hallelujah. And I was saying LP that all the brethren, the bishops, and they sit at the front, they help bishop to preach, even the flow. We hear their voice. We don't hear, uh, we don't see them, but we hear their voice. Bishop says something, they will give the meaning. Bishop will do something, they will go and Google the thing right there, and then it will come. Hallelujah. Like last Friday, I was leading, I was talking about the symbol of authority of America is the bald eagle. You know, somebody should have gone online and said, check what, 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 does, what, what did they do? The bald eagle. B-A-L-D. Hallelujah. They are one of the dangerous eagles. There are so many types of eagles. They are the ones that they fish on the sea. I mean, they, 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 they hunt on the sea. And they are very swift. So you see the United States, when you touch them, swift action. And then they come, they will let you know that you cannot touch anything over here for granted. Is that true? Yeah. It speaks a lot about the nation. It speaks a lot, you know. And I couldn't get much time to explain well. You will find out that the symbols of authority, we cannot take them for granted. And therefore, if it is demonic, it's very dangerous. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So we're talking about um, secrets that bring faith. Hallelujah. Today, I want us to move on. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm sharing from the Faith Secrets, the book, Faith Secrets. Hallelujah. Victories, victory secrets. That means secrets that bring faith. Uh-huh. Good. Now you are sitting at the front. So even I'm making a mistake, you can say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so today I want us to move on. I think chapter 3, I will briefly talk about chapter 3. Then we will move to... Chapter 21. Revelation. Who is going to be my timekeeper? Remember the meetings I said we will have, right? The flow one. And then we will have, I would like to meet with the choir. If possible. Everything before 2.30. Everything. All right. Secret number three is titled, you know, 
I want to talk briefly about the secret of lukewarmness. The secret of lukewarmness. Hallelujah. What is lukewarm? Lukewarm means not cold and not hot. In between. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Have you noticed that many dishes of food that we eat, when they are lukewarm, many of them, they are very dangerous. Hallelujah. So you go to restaurants, you go to convenience shops, you go to places like Wawa, all these places, even when they prepare the breakfast sandwich, the lunch sandwich, you know, if it is not, you know, I'm talking about, they put them, if they want them to be hot, they put them in a, I don't know that container, how they call it, and they keep warming all the time. If you want cold sandwich too, when they prepare it, they put them in a refrigerator. Am I right? Am I saying something right here? So you notice that in order for all of us physically to be healthy, you cannot be lukewarm. You can't take in lukewarm food easily. Hallelujah. You have to go, either you are going for the cold one or you are going for the hot one. Does it make sense? Please. Hallelujah. That is when you are assured that the food will be healthy to your body. Hallelujah. Same way, God is saying that in the realm of the spirit, you should be either hot or cold. In other words, you cannot be neutral. You cannot be in a demonetizing zone, if I'm using the right word. Hallelujah. A zone that no uh, fighter jets or any no jet pass through. It's a neutral zone. Hallelujah. We need to be hot as Christians or we have to be cold. Hallelujah. And Luke chapter 3 verse 15. Luke chapter 3. You see, and human beings, we are said that we can use lukewarmness to deceive others. Hallelujah. Now, these days, when it comes to relationships, you need special anointing to see exactly what you are bargaining for. Oh, yes. You need special anointing. And I was telling somebody, that is why the world, they have come up with ideas, like something they call prank. They prank you. Hallelujah. Many rich people, they are not sure when they are going to go, they are going to marry. They are not sure whether the person is coming for their money or the person is coming. They don't know. They don't know. I saw one YouTuber, YouTube, where the guy came from outside prepared, coming to marry the beloved, and every other money, everything that he had been doing was going through this woman. Hallelujah. And taking care of even the extended family, taking care, he's taking care of the ladies, even um, um, siblings in school. Hallelujah. But when he went down, he wasn't sure whether this thing I'm going to enter, is it a rare one? So he disguised himself and said when he arrived, the lady did not know that he, had, he has come down. Then he sat in a wheelchair 
you know, to call the lady to come, put the lady on camera, and told the lady that just before he came, he had an accident. Now he cannot walk anymore. And the lady said, what do you mean? I don't understand. What do you mean you can't walk anymore? I don't understand. So you can't do the do or you can't do, ah, no, 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 no. So the person, the, 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 the content creator said that the, lady, the guy sent you an amount of money to be used to do something for you, your family. So why don't you bring the money? Let's take him to the hospital. The lady said, ask for that money. <laughs> it can't come out. <laughs> the guy was shocked. He said, do you want to? I said, ask for that money. It cannot come out. We have to use it to do what you said we should do. He talked and talked and said, baby, Allah said, no, no, you cannot baby me anymore. You can't walk. You can't do anything. You can't do this. You know, and then she was crying. And then he said, you, will us take him to the hospital? He said, no. No. And then she left. Then it's what they said that the following day, there is a man in the village who can help. So, this guy had two friends. One is just a bestie, a lady, just a friend. When she came, she was crying, what can we do? What should we take you? What can we do to bring you? She's, she was just nothing. She was just a friend. And may God give us good friends like that with no, nothing attached. Are you, talking, are, you, are you with me? It wasn't like a, a brother. It's just a lady, but just a friend. He said, you have been there for me before. You paid my rent before. I can't allow you to sit here for the rest of your life. What can I do? I think I can do something. I know somebody who can help you. Go and borrow so that we can take you. The following morning, the lady came early in the morning to come and take the guy. And the other one came. That you're still sitting in a wheelchair. And then was eating. She was eating. And the guy said, I'm hungry. Can you go? I said, I can't give. Well, as he was trying to give the food, the food poured. She poured all the whole food on him and left. And then the guy invited the two ladies to come back. When they came back, the guy stood up. And then, so what? So what were you doing? What are you doing? Then suddenly she started begging. She started begging. He said that, and then she, he gave certain amount of money to the bestie, and then gave a vehicle. And if you can marry me, but unfortunately that lady did not accept it. So we have been friends so much. I don't know how we are going to turn the friendship into, into marriage. But you see, that is wrong. That is, you marry your friend. You marry your friend. It's the word of God. It's, your word, it's the word of God. And that is why many people make that mistake. The person you are supposed to marry, the person that you know. You know. Yeah. You know that when you are eating, you don't care. It's like your friend, your friend. You know, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you have said that. When you are, what are you doing that? You see, I mean, your friend, Lydia, so what is the big deal here? 
I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. And yo, yeah. You don't pretend. And therefore, when you go into the marriage, there will not be any pretension. No, nobody will pretend. It's there. Yeah. But that is what people don't know. Major Mephu says something. One time he was training pastors in Bronze Church, and he says something. He said, in your marriage, and that is exactly what I'm talking about. In your marriage, when you get to a point that you go to number two room, right? You know how the... Some of the number two room, and then they are all this in the bath. I mean, master bedroom type. Are you getting me? Getting me? And you are doing your number two, and your partner is there comfortably with you. That is when you get to a point that, and everybody is happy. You are chatting on top of that. Are you with me, please? You can't chat on top of that. I know. Then you have not got you have not gotten to that level yet. You have not gotten to that love that level yet. Ah. <laughs> you are not waiting. Reverend, we don't Reverend, we don't eat sandwiches, so we don't eat sandwiches and other things like that. <laughs> Forgive, forgive. You know, uh, what brought us here? Yeah, lukewarmness. And the guy, the lady who refused, I pray that they didn't continue the things. Uh, maybe the lady would change, you know, because the guy was shocked. Was shocked. One of the things that, you see, we should, must also listen to mothers. The guy said, my mother told me, because there are a couple of times I gave money to this, my beloved, to go and give it to my mother, and did not end up with my mom. Oh, yes. And the other lady, the friend, rather will go and give her own money to the mother. The guy said, God has delivered me. Because life is not rosy like that, oh. You don't know when that partner will also find himself, may God forbid, find himself or herself in a wheelchair. That is how you will behave. You will leave the person. Revelation chapter 3. Everyone is expecting. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15. Revelation 3 15 to 18. Hmm. Give us um, AMPC. Okay. I know your record of works. Can we have a microphone? You have one. Can you read for us, please? I know, I know your records of works. Can you read for us? Yes, okay. Good. Uh-huh. I know your record of works uh-huh. that you are doing. Who is speaking here? Jesus. Note that. Hallelujah. God himself was showing John the things to come. The things that will come. Secrets that are revealed to anyone yet. Hallelujah. And he's saying that God is saying that he's keeping our records. 
when he appeared, what record will be revealed to God? Have you thought about it, mommy? Have you thought about it? Hallelujah. God is recording everything. Look, everything. You see, the world is said that we see the physical, it reveals a lot. But I want us to understand that the physical that we see, they happen in the realm of the spirit also. A lot of the Bible, things in the Bible, when in the book of Luke, the Bible says that you know, Lazarus and, the, and then the rich man, he says that there is a great gulf over here you cannot cross over easily like that. Is it not the same that you can't just get up from where you were born and say, I'm going to the United States? You cannot cross over easily like that. No. Yeah. Especially when they find out that you have certain I mean, characteristics that comes along with you. They will not let you come in. So what, what, what makes us also think that God will just open the door wide like that for everybody to enter? Have you thought about it? Yes. So God is keeping records. He's keeping records. And he's omniscient. He knows the one. We would like to, I would like you to see the things I want you to see. I would like you me to see the things you want me to see. But in the sight of God, everything is revealed. There's a verse like that in the Bible. Oh, yes. Nothing is from him. Hallelujah. My dear, continue. You are neither cold nor hot. Would mm-hmm. that you were cold Please or lift hot. up your voice a little Sorry. bit. You are neither cold nor hot. Uh-huh. Would that you were cold or hot. Yes. So, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, uh-huh. I will spew you out of my mouth. I will spew you out of my mouth. What, call, what causes this? What are the things that can cause these things? The lukewarmness. Because if God is here, I would rather, if he tells me that, I will ask him, Lord, why am I cold? What is causing me to be cold, uh, to be neither cold nor hot? What? Neither cold nor hot. Is that what you said? Neither, right? Uh huh. Okay. It's working. Hallelujah. Neither cold nor hot. What makes us? The next verse, please. For you say, I am rich. For who say? I. For who? I. Yet, for I say. For I say. For you, you say what? I am what? I am what? Rich. And I have prepared and grown. I'm sorry. I have prospered and do what? Grown. Look. Many of us, hardly will we say some of these things. But right there in our hearts, sometimes he speaks loud. Oh, Yes. Yes, because that is why, thank you, that is why, you know, when you want me to see, come, always come closer a little bit, thank you. He's my timekeeper, and I'm going to do my best. I said I'm going to touch on this briefly, right? I will just allow the Holy Spirit to flow, that's it. Yeah, you see, we don't want people to say that sometimes we are proud. 
Hallelujah. Because when you see that I'm rich, I'm rich, you know, I'm wealthy. It's not my fault. It's God who has blessed me. And many of you will say to that by the person that this person, he's too proud. He's too proud. The small money that God has given, the small prosperity that God has given to her. Look at what she's saying. Hallelujah. But deep down in our hearts, he speaks. And he said that, you say, you say, I am rich. I have prospered and grown. The truth is that we have grown. Oh, we are not the same as we came here. We are not the same as we were born. We are not the same as some years ago. That is the truth. That is the truth. There's no lies about this one. Are you with me, please? Yeah, it is true. We have grown. Mama May, we have grown. Yeah. It takes a lot of growth for somebody like you to be on retirement at your age. That you still have your strength. Oh yeah, many people are 70. You go to the shop, you go to places, you see many people who are still working at the age of 75. Tell me if it is not true. Yeah. Go to Home Depot, go to this, Lowe's, go to all these places. You see them, that elderly people, sometimes you see them at the paint session and you see that this five-gallon paint, can this woman or can they it? And give it to customers. But they have no choice. They have to work. Are you with me, please? We have grown. And I'm grateful. That is why the Bible, Colossians 4, verse 2, says that, you know, give us Colossians. Pause on this one. Give us Colossians 4, verse 2. Maybe I'll let our, our, um, and end with this chapter. Because the 21, maybe we can't get there. Colossians 4. Be earnest and unwearied. Fast in what? What? And then, uh huh. Number one, that means be steadfast in your prayer life. Number two, be both alert and intent in way, intent in what? Your praying alert watchfulness. Hallelujah. Then with what? Whilst you are doing that, have an attitude of what? Gratitude. Yet, year of thankfulness, thanksgiving. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm trusting God to see if God will be gracious to me. I'll be at the age of 65 if I'm not going to work again. Imagine the things I can do. Yeah. Why do you have to retire at the age of 75? You, can you go on vacation? What can you do at a vacation? You just go and sleep and then come back nicely. <laughs> Please switch the Revelation, the 15. And I think this chapter is really good for Apache because we have been here for some time. Are you, are you, we have grown. Yeah, we have prospered. Yeah, I entered the church in my 30s. Yeah. Those who knew me as a head usher, I used to have only two white shirts. Always working. I brought my long Coat. I don't know whether it was spring one or fall one. You know, that we have small wool inside from UK. 
from UK. The black one, you know the person who bought it for me. It's Reverend Bady who said that Professor Kwame, look cold, you know, it's cold. Then they bought the long coat for me. Oh, yes. As I was even assistant pastor to him. Black one. It's Reverend Bady who bought it as my Christmas gift. Are you with me, please? Yeah. But today, I can say that I'm not the same as I, when I was in my 30s by the grace of God. Are you with me, please? And therefore, this can affect my attitude towards spiritual things and towards God. The reason why United States, many people do not serve the Lord because of prosperity and not in need of anything. They don't need a chicken drum. It's not a big deal. They don't need a whole chicken. You want to eat a whole chicken? When I went to UK, one of the challenges that I threw to my sister said, I can eat a whole chicken. She said, you cannot. We went to Max and Spencer. She brought it home and seasoned it a little bit. I couldn't even eat half. What, what can make you say that? Think about it. Because where you are coming from, a whole chicken, come on now. Ah! My mom told me one day to put two, I don't know how you call yards, you know. You know, a full cloth is 12, 12 of them. So my mom said they cut two and put it down and asked my other sister, these two cloth and then chicken drum, which one do you, will you pick? Do you take? My sister said, the chicken drum. <laughs> because when the chicken is killed and we are eating, we are going to eat it. As a child, who is going to get a drum? That they don't need the protein. And at that time, I was lean. Mm, lack of protein, right? <laughs> Are you with me, please? Yeah. And as I've grown, when I think about that particular statement, I become sad because of that lack that was there. That is what will make somebody choose that. You see our kids, the chicken drum, they eat quarter of it and throw the rest on the floor. But it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And the needs, you know, many people are not in need. So. I know. Yeah, many people are not. The need, it needs a sense that is necessary for you to have. They are different from want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You have Past your needs. You have passed your needs to the ones that they are not important. They are not bad. Even if the Lord is your shepherd, you will pass their needs and you go to the wants. Yeah. Bathroom tissue is a need in our homes. Oh, yes. This soap and all these, they are needs that we need to have them. Hallelujah. But sometimes having a second vehicle is a want. 
It's not a big, it's not something that is necessary. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Go, and then I am in need of what? Nothing. Nothing. And you do not realize and understand that you are what? Wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. This is God speaking. How can we be in this state and yet, and yet we are wretched? How? Have you thought about it? Yeah. But you see, in our eyes, in the people's eyes, people around us, that is what they see. Hallelujah. As I'm recounting the progress that we have gone through for being here, United States of America, I used to work at Greyhound, $6.90 an hour that I was earning. Yeah. They gave me a nice name, customer service. Yeah. But where I come from, I know that I was loading a bus and with people, customers' bags, and then take the bags out of the, of the bus. Bookman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a beautiful name. The training they gave to me. You have to know all the cities, you have to know all the states, you have to know, know the schedule. So now, if you ask me, if you want to go to uh, Atlanta, you want to take a bus from Greyhound, I will tell you, go for the 11.45 p.m. because it goes to Maryland to uh, the, uh, a small rest stop, and then it's straight to Richmond, from Richmond to Charlotte, Charlotte to Atlanta Express. Few stops. Yeah? You want to go to Chicago? The same route. From New York to Cleveland, Cleveland to Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Mich Detroit, Michigan to Chicago. Three stops. You are in Chicago. Are you with me, please? And that's why they gave me the name customer service. So when you come and you ask, I'm going here, where should I put my bag? Even when your bag gets lost and it comes to me and I have to put in the bus without you, I know the bus I have to put on so that your bag will be there on time. Are you with me? Yeah. And I took them seriously. And that is why within three months, I became a supervisor. Over there. Three months. Yeah. There was a meeting with the general manager. And everybody was speaking. And I spoke at the meeting. Hallelujah. The young guys were complaining about our afternoon supervisor. And said that he's hard we go do this, this, that, and then I, I told them, I said to the manager that, and then because of that, he's taking them out of the afternoon schedule. So I explained to at the meeting that anyone would like to work with somebody who will understand and flow with you, so that the work will go on. Many of you, you come instead of coming at three, you see them three thirty, and they will be running. You know, because you have to clock right, so they will be running towards where the clock is. No, and they will run and pull in their pants and then go in and then they will go and clock and then when they, after they clock, they go to the, the break room to go and change it will take them another one hour I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say yeah 
After the meeting, the manager called me. He said, there's a position we are going to super. We are going to advertise. I want you to apply. And that's it. They gave it to me. Yeah. And I was a little bit hard. Now that I'm growing, I've become soft. I used to tell people, if you come one hour after your schedule, I'll ask you to go home. Oh, yeah. I'll ask you to go home. So when I was leaving, the manager called me and said, what do you want? We want you to stay. What do you but I put two and two together. Somebody had worked there for 13 years, and the person was earning 13 dollars an hour. And I checked the rent in, at Bronx, in Bronx at that time, and I found that if my wife comes here in, in the United States, I can't even rent a house, a place, apartment. With this work, I need to do something. That's why I left. Hallelujah. Wretched. Because the things that we think they have prospered us, many of them, they just, within the shortest possible time, they get destroyed. Is that not true? Yeah. Everything degenerates. Look at the vehicle you bought. Tear rubber. Fresh one. Everything. I have... God has given us opportunity for us even to travel through some more distance. When we bought the van, the van had only 16 miles on it. That means from the warehouse to us. Today, where is it? Where is it? It's gone. Are you with me? The treasure, the richness, the, the, is the things that we you, we, we invest into the kingdom because they are forever. They cannot degenerate. They cannot go down. Nothing can take them down. Hallelujah. They are with us. You know, and Jesus said to the disciples, he said, we have left everything to follow you. What do we have in this journey? He said, even here, here. I will bless you. That means you will get the riches and everything. And then the life to come also, I will also bless you. Brethren, let's move away from the lukewarmness. Let the either we, be, we, we are hot or cold. Let's rise up again as Apache. Are you with me, please? Let's serve the Lord with the zeal that we had. Don't say that we are now, oh, we have grown. So let's allow, you know, they say, no. No, if you have that mind, it will even go into your secular life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Let's rise up. Even as we are encouraging the, long, the young ones, let's encourage them with zeal. Let's teach them with the zeal that we have. Are you with me, please? Let's encourage them. Believe that. Life will change for us. Hallelujah. Say amen to somebody. Yeah. Hmm. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6, I think 20, if I'm right. Start from 19, please. 
Thank do you, my dear. Adaba. Do not gather and heap up and store up for yourselves treasures on earth, uh -huh. where moth and rust and worm consume uh -huh. and destroy, uh -huh. and where thieves break through. We're and speaking steal. here. If you know that Jesus Himself, He's counseling us, He's advising us, He's saying that not gather and heap up and store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy and steal. Have you thought about the fact that why people keep their gold and things in the bank, in safes? Because you are not sure. These days, people still, even our vehicles, when we park, people move from wild neighborhood, they go to the suburbs, the cool neighborhoods, they break many cool neighborhoods. I watched a documentary. Not knowing people leave their pairs and their I mean, variables things in their vehicle. And such places they don't even lock their vehicles. Oh, yes. Is it true? Yeah. yeah. But people move from these neighborhoods and they go there and they steal them. They steal themselves. Is Jesus against wealth and riches? Don't forget, he's the same chapter that he talked about. We should not be worried about even what we wear and what we will eat, what we will put on. No, don't. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Verse 20. My dear. But gather and heap up and store for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy and where thieves do not break through and steal. That's it. Treasures. Treasures. It comes by doing certain works. Because he started by saying, I know your works, your, the records. Hallelujah. Let's heap up the treasures the courts, the works, the works. What works are you doing? What do you do? Hallelujah. Have you stopped doing them or you are still doing them? And if you are doing them, how are you doing them? Because in the sight of God, the how also is important. So you serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Gladness. You can serve, but as you are serving, Squeeze your face, you yourself, you go to a restaurant and your tip, many people have heard, said their tip depends on the attitude of the waiter, of the server. Oh, yes. The first one, the first time I heard that was my manager. You know, every Friday they go out as a family to eat. Are you with me? And he said, when we go there, my husband will put the tip down from 50. And their behavior will reduce that 50. We will reduce it by five. By five, by five, by five. What you will get is what the attitude that you will show. That is cool. That is cool. Oh, yes. That is really true. Yeah. That is why you see that the Bible encourages us. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you, but you cannot. Those things that Jesus did not say, you can see that Paul is the one God gave him the grace to come and reveal those things to us. 
Hallelujah. Are you with me? Jesus never said about serving with gladness and th- it's poor. Even giving, giving with a willing heart. Giving in what? Giving in your ministry. Giving in your singing. Giving in playing the, the, the keyboard. Giving in what? Serving people. People. Yeah. And when you give with gladness, it shows. Yeah. Last week we were asking for Auntie Ma or Auntie May and said that Auntie Ma is in her, her, her kitchen over there. And that kitchen, you can see that when she's doing it, she does it with gladness. She's happy. That is why sometimes many people don't, you know, every time that we all get opportunity to have the bag, but some of the young ones, sometimes they get the bag from Auntie Ma. Is that not true? Well, you have you not been getting bags from your shepherd and Auntie Ma all the time? Yeah. That is why from 19 going, there won't be any more bags. You hear me, my dear? <laughs> Rise up onto your feet, please. Let's close. <laughs> I'm coming back to the Because if you take the bag home, to not be commodious. Come on. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it. Where it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Start from the top. When the music fades. Come on. And all is stripped away. Let our and service be unto him. Come on. Lord, it's about him. Lord. It's all about Pastor Kwame. It's all about Pastor Nana. It's all about Effie Anita. It's all about Apostle Joel. It's all about Effie Pam. It's all about anyone. It's about him. Come on. I'll bring you more. And I'll bring you more than a song. Come on. Let's go! 
Isaiah 48, verse 11. Change it to King James, please. King James. Verse, I think verse 10. It's all about you, Lord. Moab has been at ease. Give me that verse, please. Moab has been at ease. If you search it that way, it will come up quick. It's Isaiah 48, but I'm missing the verse. Is it Jeremiah? Jeremiah 48? No, no, it's Isaiah. Okay, check Jeremiah 48. Come on. Yeah, Jeremiah 48. Moab has been at ease from his youth and he has settled on his leaves. Lukewarmness brings you, makes you, brings you to the easiness of your life. Are you with me, please? And then he says that and has settled. That is when you begin to also, Nina, I'm rich. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in need of anything by the grace of God. Because of that, I take it easy. And you know, why should I rush to go to church at 10? Why do I join the prayer line? I have to take it at ease. 4.30, why should I wake up at that time? I have, I have to be at ease. Moab have been at ease from his youth and he have settled on his lead and have not been empty from vessel to vessel. Neither have he gone into captivity. What have you been through? What have you survived? Defines your strength. It defines your emotional strength. It defines the capacity. It defines what you can take. How much you can take. And how long you can take it. So has been at ease. Aziz. Neither have he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste, taste remained in him. And his said, is not what? Change. 
That is why you say that I'm rich. I'm not, not, I'm not in need of anything. It's a deception. Verse 12. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send in unto him wondrous that shall cause him to do what? And shall empty his vessel and break there would be nothing left with Moab. Lord if you Lord know Lord. the history of Moab, Moab and the Ammon Ammons, they are descendants of Lot. And when the Israelites were destroying all the things in front of them, God told them, because of Lot, don't touch these people. So they were at ease. Sometimes the job makes, that, makes things much easier. The income we earn, the passport we have, when you are traveling, you don't need a visa. You just get up and then you take the passport and then you go. It makes life much easier. But brethren, let me tell you, it's one of the states that you can be in can be very dangerous. It can easily deceive you. Look at the song that we were singing. King of endless wealth. What wealth? How did you get it? How are you getting it? It's coming from God or it's coming from your own strength. When it comes from God, it's forever. It's forever. Sing that part again, please. Come on. No one could express how much you deserve. No, I'm weak and I'm poor. Self, Lord, be merciful unto me. The zeal I had for you, O Lord, be merciful. The deceptions that I have no need of anything, Lord, be merciful. The pride, Lord, even say for saying that. Man, look at the outward. We look at the outward, but you look in the inside of us, oh God. The things that we say in our heart, Lord, that we don't need anything. And because of that, we don't need any church. We don't need you. We don't need the gathering of the saints. 
Be merciful, Lord. Be merciful, Lord. Be merciful, Lord. When you wanted Jacob to bless his children, you said, gather, you told them to gather his children. Therefore, gathering is your word, oh God. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. That we don't need anyone. We don't need the church. We don't need what has made us who we are. What has made our children. The place that we have dedicated our children, oh Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Today, our children are old. And we are saying that we don't need the church. We don't need you, Lord. We don't need you. Forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Do not empty us, O God, and break our bottles. Do not empty us and break our bottles, O Lord. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.